0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the We Only Do One Take podcast, which officially, as of this 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 episode, will be officially on Spotify, iTunes, and SoundCloud, and we have a Facebook page with me once again, and as always, is the lovely Kieran. <laughs> Thank you, and I'm definitely not lovely. <laughs> I said that in that first episode, listening of, listen to it back. Trying to get it down, trying to get it all up online, things like mm. that. I said you were lovely, and you said the exact same <laughs> thing. <laughs>
1: consistency. This is what this uh, is all about. Consistency, and just like always, Church yep. has prepared, and oh, I yep. have done minimal preparation, and it's all about consistency. So,
0: I look, every single day we try to get that little bit better, and by that I mean not so much. <laughs>
1: Uh, wicked. Alrighty, um, Turch, you you yes
0: you you work apparently.
1: <laughs> Do you know what I'm sick of?
0: Oh, I forgot to say to our lovely listeners, welcome to the Christmas episode. <laughs> I'll add jingle bells here. Oh, ex- <laughs> excellent, excellent.
1: we have got to have some good um, some good jingle
0: bells. And not only that, and I'll tell our listeners from now on. The music will all be original compositions mm-hmm. by this gentleman right right here, the one you're listening to right now. I will be composing all the music here from now on, mm-hmm. unless we absolutely need something that's copywritten. What about if I needed some laughter? Oh, those are free. Those are ones already got. They're they're free ones. Oh, okay. I'm already good to go. Yeah, I'm building up a little soundboard. Fantastic. But music from now on, all this guy. All right. Yeah, so I'm we excited. can get some. <laughs> yep. <Yeah. laughs> So I work. Uh, Yes, yes. You work.
1: I apparently work. And you know what I hate? I hate emails. Emails are a waste of my time. I don't like emails. Emails
0: go away. You've got mail. No, no. See, I like emails because usually if someone's sending me an email, that means I've avoided a meeting.
1: See, you're... Actually, you know what? You're, you're Monday to Friday full time. Yes. So you love emails because yeah. you get to waste time Yeah, in yeah,
0: That's dicking around. That's, that's good. I'm a
1: casual basis, so yeah, I don't get okay. paid <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> to read my emails. So I don't like emails. And I, I think we've got the email etiquette all wrong. Continue. Why, should it, why waste my inbox with a thank you? I've assumed you've read it or not read it. I don't really care. If it's really important, I'll ring you.
0: Uh, yeah, look, I get that. And if I was going to do some stuff that was important, I think the phone call is, is important with this sort of stuff. For instance, I've been working on some financial stuff for, the, for one of the projects I'm doing now. And it's great to talk over the phone, especially about you know that human connection, I guess. But when it comes to like uh, data validation or checking of things or this and that, we need a person sleeping in the background right now because uh, listeners have signed <laughs> off.
1: You're talking about finance. They're well, not interested. You know, all I'm, all I'm they're, saying They've gone. where well, we've lost them. We've they're lost not them. here anymore. <laughs> They've gone. They've gone. Let's just get someone going. Done.
0: Right. Done. Sorry. Anyway, yeah, no. But I think the big thing is with an email on, on going, um, going pro email here. <laughs> Uh, oh it's a debate <laughs> it's a debate uh, this is a whole different show now this is our second podcast but <laughs> um, it's not a bad idea we could have a podcast where we debate one another <laughs> oh jeez it just ends up with us trying to knife each other in the back but um, no I think emails sometimes are really good to make sure that everything that was said in on the phone or any work schedule that you need can be emailed to, like for me I've been man- helping manage some consultants and they needed to do a list of items. It's easy to tell them on the phone, but they'll forget. Mm-hmm. If I write it down for them as well and send it to them mm-hmm. and they don't send it back, I've got to, I have can monitor that's, that. That's
1: fine. But don't waste my time with essays. Emails mm. are not about essays. Emails are no, dot, dot points. points. Yes, yes yeah, we're on the same page here. They're dot points and things I need to get done or things I desperately need to know of.
0: Yeah, look, like I said, email is a short form of communication, but you just it's it's all about reducing everything that you need to do into a nice, neat little package. I think that I that I can dot points again. You're going back to it. Dot points is the way to go. People at my organisation
1: have to write essays. They can't summarise into single points, and they have to write essays. Mm. And to get to the information, you have to read it. So, I don't read them. I actually just let my emails bank up. I think currently I've got something like 2,000. Wow. And something. I, oh, I mean, there I, is some I spam in there as well. I
0: don't even have that many spam emails. Like, I just have to get to them. I see it. I look. I see if it's important. I flag it. I, I put it towards the test. And if it's, if I have to action it, I action it. If not, no. And not only that, I help manage the the team's inbox as well, because we've got a couple of people in the team, I help manage that inbox too, because sometimes the emails are double up, delete them, rock and roll, push it through, I don't want to waste my time, I don't want to waste my team's time, but again, it's it's about being short and concise, it's never about, like, if you're sending a, a an essay of text, I've, I've zoned out to I get what you're saying though. With it's the like emails. when someone sends
1: me a text message that's more than a sentence. Yeah, I, I, I sometimes I, do that. I, that's why I send you like three. <laughs> <laughs> it's like,
0: have you done this? Is this done? Woohoo, we're up. <laughs> I I need one point at a time, one actionable point, point. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm. Oh, hang on. Well, oh look, if an email can avoid a meeting for me, like an email. No, I love meetings. Actually, no, 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 correct, no, 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 no. So Sorry, I, I can't deal with. Sorry, that. let we're me rec- have to let, stop me, this let me correct that.
1: I don't go to meetings. Right. I go to seminars. Yeah, seminars. I like meetings, but yeah, they're catered. Yeah, yeah.
0: No, that's good. Like I I had a meet
1: There, I, we, there we go. Read that. I had a How meet- many emails in my work work email account
0: right now? Oh my. Holy fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I uh, was that 3,000 3,262.
1: That it. That is correct. That is disgusting. I don't like. I don't even think I've. And five hundred and fourteen in my junk email. Well, that's that's standard. Just delete yeah. like them. They're not real. No, no, yeah. you know. and I've got seventy three draft emails that I haven't sent. There you go. Well,
0: <laughs> you know what happened? How uh, am uh, I still employed? I was gonna say with <laughs> draft emails, it's always like open and, Oh, I didn't mean that. And you close it, and it just saves. So it's all these blank emails <laughs> to nobody. You're like, what the fuck's going on? It happens to me all the time. Or I have stuff like I will send in the future, or I'll send it like just at the end of the day to look like I've been working on it all day, but I actually finished it in the morning. Yeah, and I'll just send it <laughs> like at three thirty, four o'clock, and people think, "Man, that that gentleman's been busy all day," and it's like a four sentence email. I um, went on
1: um, <laughs> I went on a holiday right without my without my supervisor knowing. Yep. um, I went to Vietnam for two weeks. Yep. So what's that? Ten. 10 working days, yeah. right? Didn't tell them. Lovely. And what I did is I preloaded emails. Yeah, perfect. Did I, you see and this? And so, so they'd be sent at like 7.04 <laughs> a.m. <laughs> and yes! Like, and like 12.53 <laughs> p.m. Um, and then I just made sure that like every second day I was just
0: responding to an, e- <laughs> responding to an email or setting up the auto email. No one knew I was no. gone. No, no. I think sometimes that's, that's the absolute best way of doing it. Or sending like an an auto email saying like, I'm in meetings all day. That's always a good one. Because mm. then people go, oh, he's in a meeting. I'll contact him the next day. Or you say like, um, if it's, uh, you, know, you never give your mobile out. That's oh, a God danger. Dang. That's a danger. No, but no, no, no. You give your mobile out, but you change one number. Oh. That's that's genius. See, these are the pro tips, people. Pro tips of how to get out of any kind of work. Cause then they, but then again, all they're going to do then is go, Hi, I tried to call your number. It didn't go through. And then you got another email <laughs> in your inbox.
1: But do you know what I'm writing? So you know what I'm writing on Friday when I can clock off? I'm writing... I'm on holidays. For Christmas. I get back on, I think it's like the 6th or something like that. Yep. Get back on the 6th. Email me on that day if you need me. I hope you're if not you're going y- back on the 6th, mate, because that's a Saturday. Alright, so it's the 8th, 8th then. Yeah. 8th. So so go I go think the 8th. 6th was last year. Yep. Um, yeah, email me on the 8th and I'll respond then. Lovely. Which I don't work on a Monday, I work on a Tuesday. Well, so, uh, that's it. Then I'm going to
0: forget about them. Oh, perfect. It seems like you've got a really full deleted emails section. It's not really an inbox, it's more of what I need to ignore box and mm-hmm. a delete box. Yeah. And all the ones you forgot to send, the 73 emails you forgot <laughs> to send. And everyone's still waiting, you know. Unless I, it's a Nicole or
1: Bob as the person who <laughs> sent me the email, I did not open it. I was just like, bugger this, uh, go away.
0: So I'll be responding to the fans on our Facebook page. Is that that right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. God, I'm not doing it. <laughs> Oh lovely Fans can book me in I even tell
1: <laughs> I even tell my family My sister's like Oh can you look after my kids Have you sent Oh I do respond to calendar invites mm. So I say Have you sent me a calendar invite I like a invite?
0: calendar invite
1: If, there ain't, if it's not in my calendar It's not Not Yeah not a calendar invite I don't, don't that's not real. It's not real That's right That's right No I like it And the only reason we're successful At this podcast Is you <laughs> come to me
0: <laughs> That's true I say This time I'm coming over Each week Rain hail or shine And literally it was Pissing down rain just before And my dad's like, you still going out? I'm like, yes. With all that equipment? Yes. (laughs) But I'm here, we're drinking beers, and I think you should start with the first piece of news for this week. All righty.
1: Okay. Let me just uh, pull it up. Now, um, it's no shock to the listeners that I'm a huge fan of the Catholic Church.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Again, Back to the first episode. We're nothing but referential here.
1: Um, and once again, I, this this news story is important. And in fact, we've had the Royal Commission results come out. But it's not to do with that. Right. I'm staying clear of that. Good. Let's, let's do that. But <laughs> before I get to the article, yep. I do a, a quick question. Oh, God. Here we go. Do you eat gluten?
0: I'm literally drinking a beer as you speak, as we speak. Like, yes. yes. Okay. I have been cutting down my carbohydrate intake, but gluten... If I have to eat bread or wheat. I'm Italian. Of course I eat gluten. It's like a p- natural part of our diet. I like gluten. Gluten's yeah, great. It is. I thought I might... you know, In moderation. It's I like had, everything. It's like in moderation.
1: I had some digestive issues yep. at one point. And if it turns there's, out that, there's
0: the rest <laughs> of our audience <laughs> gone. <laughs> From finance to digestive issues. <laughs> Thank you very
1: much. It turns out it's lactose. But I started off with no gluten and that was terrible. I don't uh, know bad. how was could live. That was, that was shocking. That was anyway. Uh,
0: coronas, coronas have uh, no gluten from memory. Really? Yeah, oh, it's no gluten or no, no wheat products. Yeah, because it's made of corn instead of um. I'm pretty sure it's made of corn. Yeah. Well, we, well corn. we can fact check because we've we got a. We got a can fact t- check. You can fact check. I've got the laptop. I'd, I just hope for the best.
1: <laughs> I just hope for the best here. But why would you want me to fact check when that ruins shit talk? I was gonna say or this. Podcast this or. is <laughs> when
0: they com- all the people in our comments go. What the fuck are these idiots talking about? <laughs> And we just uh, list off a thing of... Dir- you know what? Like uh, at the 26th podcast, which would be like halfway or like the 25th podcast, whatever you want to do, we'll do just a corrections episode. <laughs> <Here> <laughs> episode right. one, we really fucked up.
1: <laughs> Hear it. We only do one take. We made a few errors and would like to apologize. And then we can just speed up the recording.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> How come this hour podcast is meant to be actually 17 hours? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Alright, here's the news article. And this may shock the listeners. By the way, fourth week in a row, I think I've mentioned the Catholic Church. Just want I... to fact watch there. <laughs> the Vatican has outlawed the use of gluten-free bread during Holy Communion.
0: I... <laughs> so, wait. Mike, okay, okay. So, so you know what? A law, I, lo- I uh, love the <laughs> fact that you don't know
1: what I'm going to talk about, and I don't no, know what you're going to no, talk about. No, this is good,
0: because I'm just going to say, a law is only as good as, as, as it can be enforced, you know what I mean? So, who, what, what, uh, what priest police officers are going to go around? Knock, knock, knock. Uh, excuse me, father have you sinned have you eaten <laughs> gluten today <laughs> no sir no and they're hiding it in the back in the little like you know with the with the wine and stuff like that they're hiding it underneath the pews they're hiding little bits of gluten in the butt like wait, what? how do you police this <laughs> yes that little church in El Salvador in the middle of nowhere with three, with three blokes and a cow that go visit it they they're eating gluten but you know what outlawed by the pope no, no, gluten-free is outlawed. Oh, gluten-free is gluten outlawed. Gluten-free is outlawed. My mistake. No, but it's, it's okay then. i have just felt like an idiot this whole, whole rant. But I, I wanted to cut you off earlier. But it, stand, I stand by it. Just, just think that I said gluten-free gluten, uh, <laughs> gluten free instead of gluten. If they made everyone
1: eat gluten-free bread, everyone would go. Mm. That would be it. That would be the last straw.
0: Yeah. They're just going to up the alcohol content of the wine. That's what they're going to do. Mm. Spend mm. it on the blood. Mm-hmm. Get mm-hmm. out the body.
1: Yep, absolutely. <laughs> anyway, if they increased the alcohol intake, I would
0: be there. No, you wouldn't. No, uh, <laughs> no, correct, I wouldn't. That's one expensive uh, sip of wine. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I there's no way I could sit through through. I don't know. I don't even know how long that. Anyway, about an hour, about an hour.
0: Unless it's Father Bob. I like Father Bob. Yeah, well, you know, he gets around. He's on Triple J. Is he on Triple J now.
1: Oh, I'm thinking he's still on Triple J Sunday nights He's uh, on the Hot 100. Is he on <laughs> the 27th? <laughs> Um, what was I saying? Yes. They've outlawed the use of gluten-free bread. Now, the Vatican does have uh, security police officer guards.
0: Uh, like the, uh, oh, what are they called? Like the guys in, like, the Vatican, they've got, like, the, uh...
1: Their costumes are more outrageous than Disneyland, and the Vatican is smaller than Disneyland. Now, here's something
0: I definitely know. Those were designed by the guy that painted the Sistine Chapel. Who? Michelangelo. That one? Yeah, he designed the, uh... Oh, what are they called? Yes, but those guys with the fancy costume stuff, those costumes or those outfits were designed by the guy that... uh, Well, Michelangelo, who also painted the Sistine Chapel.
1: I just want to point out, I failed history.
0: I've been to the Vatican.
1: And... (laughs) Well, actually, I didn't fail history. I just didn't do history. And I failed... Religion, religion yeah. When I was at a religion, so good. School. So we're in
0: good state here. So we've got a good Italian wog boy that's been to the Vatican and someone who has no idea what's going on. <laughs> I've I've read about the Vatican. <laughs> I know of the Vatican. It's real. Well, they've ma- got. Seriously, I went there. They've got a half a billion dollar bathtub made of purple marble. Do they make wine out of it? No. no marble comes in purple. Yeah, it's the only piece of purple marble on Earth. Half a billion dollar, ba- and they made a bathtub out of it. Ooh. Living the dream.
1: Although the problem is you can't steal it and sell it because it's the only one. Yeah, or some Russian oligarch is probably going to want it. Mm. Mm, fair enough. So anyway, so to the gluten people who are gluten intolerant, yep. who can't have gluten, now are forced by this church, forced mm-hmm. to have gluten and ruin their digestive systems.
0: That's fair. Uh, well, I don't know what to say to that. It's, it's a bit sad.
1: Shame, shame, Drink wine. shame.
0: Took the wine <laughs> I mean, really, well just don't go up I I have this mentality of the more people that go up for the Eucharist hmm. uh, the more time it wastes and so the less people that go up the better and so anytime the Eucharist goes on unless like I absolutely have to like I was a, uh, be- a groomsman at my mate's wedding he's very religious I went up otherwise count me out I can get my own uh, gluten f- bread at home <laughs> <laughs> me i'm uh
1: i'm uh yeah fair enough
0: yeah that's interesting though like what why did they think that this would be a good idea for them to like you know go the pope's gone yep really want to shit everyone that doesn't like it. can't eat gluten in my like and that seems like as inclusionary as the church tries to be i mean they've been they've turned their little th- uh, turned around on gays a little bit and they've you know, uh, they're trying to push a little bit more safe sex and all that sort of stuff. Trying to be a bit more progressive, only in in Western countries. Yeah, of course. I mean, that's always going to be the case. I mean, you know, but in the same sense, wh- why do they do, draw a hard line on this issue? <laughs> 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 that's the <laughs> gluten is a sin. Oh. It
1: is a, now it is now a sin.
0: Well, you know what? If I want next week, you better come up with our Boxing Day special. Uh, you better, <laughs> you better find out.
1: The Boxing Day special is just gonna. I'm just gonna say, Church, we're turning the cricket on and where <laughs> and where the
0: commentators. Oh, there's the. Cr- oh, Jesus Christ! You're gonna get the Wog to commentate the cricket. Why the hell are you just chuck it at the bloke?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'll end up bus talking probably about finances. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it Always happens. Oh, far out. So good on the church. N- n- no, not good on the <laughs> church. No,
1: <laughs> that's even worse than you calling me lovely. <laughs>
0: Ah, oh, far out. <laughs>
1: that is, no, bad church. Go um, remove your gluten. What's that, what's that pasta? Um, sp- flying spaghetti monster. Yeah. 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 Now that's a good one.
0: Well, that's full gluten.
1: Yeah, oh, absolutely. I'm
0: signed so up. That's, uh, okay. Doesn't matter. <laughs> I was going to say I'm that's a bit contradictory. For a full gluten... A uh, spaghetti monster, but if the church does it, not good. Come on, Kieran, keep your consistency.
1: Now, I am a member of the Flying Spaghetti Monster.
0: Uh, I've seen you with your little colander on your head.
1: I believe I'm a <laughs> minister or something like that I signed up to become.
0: Well, like I said, you, uh, from what I understand, you don't have to be... Um, uh, there's no training or anything like that to be an imam for Islam, so I am the imam of this house once again. <laughs> Called it out. <laughs> from imams... To Trump Watch.
1: Ah, Trump <laughs> Watch. We need, a, we need a right here.
0: I'm going to put something. We in.
1: need like a, you know, a yeah. Trump Watch, you know.
0: You are fake news. Okay, have you seen that meme? And it's like a list of things Trump said he would do at the beginning of his campaign. And it's like, it just gets more and more ridiculous. Like, you know. Uh, uh, have I want
1: to. No, I haven't. I want to point out, I haven't actually been paying attention to Trump that much. That's
0: good. Oh, well, he's been I, a bit quieter. Like, uh, look, I've been focusing on the funny stuff. But like. But e-
1: ever, ever have oh. I been following Trump? <laughs> I only came aware of Trump probably just before he won the election. Yep, yep. That's about it. That's my extensive knowledge, extensive knowledge of Trump. And I also watched a documentary on his actual Trump plane, which looks pretty sweet. Oh, Trump Force One. Trump Force. Oh, oh. oh, yeah.
0: Oh, fantastic.
1: Um, and I thought that's the life I want.
0: He's got a pretty sweet. He's got a pretty sweet. But he's done something I've. Uh,
1: It's all right. Here we
0: go. I'll let this out. It's fine. So basically, there's a list like, you know, it was on 4chan. A few other places have picked it up. And it's basically like stuff like Trump will never run. Trump will never reach, uh, recover from the Mexico comments. He'll never reach 25%. As it goes down, it gets a bit more ridiculous. Like, you know, uh, Trump uh, will never release his policy papers. Uh, he'll never debate Hillary. He'll never recover from the pussy tape. He'll never, you know, recover from the tr- Buzzfeed doc the dossier. Oh, Buzzfeed's not a real thing. Yeah, I know, I know. But you know, he'll uh, he'll never bomb the shit out of the terrorists. And it keeps getting more and more ridiculous. And eventually, like it says, you are here, and then it says what it's going to do in the future. So the next one is get the Trump uh, the tax cuts passed, which he's about to do. Uh, he's never going to make an insurance competitive and this and that. And the big ones, as you keep going down, he's like he's going to uh, win the re-election and f- uh, found the empire of man, declare himself the em- god emperor of mankind and go into space and take over planets. Hmm. And that's what I want to focus on because taking Trump over, wants taking over to planets. send US astronauts back to the moon and explore Mars and many worlds beyond. <laughs> <laughs> he's doing it, baby. <laughs> <laughs> What a leading.
1: Is he going to team up with Elon Musk?
0: So, I, I well, let's have a few. I know what's going on. Can I quickly before yeah, you? Read go, that, yeah, go, go,
1: go. Imagine if you know when they caught Osama bin Laden. Caught, yes. What did I say? Catch, caught, caught. Yep. Um, sorry. You know when they caught Osama bin Laden? Yeah. Osama bin
0: Laden. That's a conspiracy. Another one. We should do a conspiracy episode. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> yes, we should. Um.
1: If Trump had did if Trump did that, I can't speak. Yep. If Trump did that oh my god, the Rednecks Oh, it'd be amazing. Would lose their shit. Yeah.
0: But because it was under Barack Obama, it was okay. Yeah. Look, I'm just happy he's dead. Like, seriously, he was a terrorist. Let's get him. I wish we could, you know Wish we could get absolute confirmation of that. <laughs> Being a little bit conspiratorial here, but I like it. I'm just happy that he's dead. You know? Mm. That's all that's that's important. Yeah, fair enough. But the big thing is that Trump assigned a policy on Monday instructing NASA to refocus America's space program on human exploration and discovery. He wants to send uh, astronauts to the moon and as a foundation for future Mars missions.
1: So what you're telling me is... Russia hasn't released this, but Russia is about to send astronauts to Mars and America. Trump's like, fuck that. We're doing doing it first. first.
0: (laughs) What a fuck. So, uh, uh, Trump said, this marks an important step in returning American astronauts to the moon for the first time since 1972 for a long time exploration. This time we will not only... Uh, not only plant our flag and leave our footprint, we will establish a foundation for the eventual mission to Mars and perhaps some way to many worlds beyond. This guy, he's going to take over the universe. He's planning it. He's out in the open about it. I'm very excited. (laughs) It cannot get any funnier. Do you reckon... He's uh, looking for the lizard people. (laughs) We're coming for you,
1: globalists. He's going to send astronauts to Mars. Actually, this is an interesting question. If if we were astronauts and we went to Mars, yep, and I murdered you, have I committed a crime?
0: Well, it uh, I think like any piece of land, whoever claims the land, the laws of the cu- of the place that conquers it is what goes. So if America take over Mars and we go to Mars and you kill me, and you murder me, then it's murder.
1: Uh, well. <laughs> <laughs> There's no doubt that it's murder. Yeah. But I'm going to say I own half of Mars. Yeah. Unless it's bring your army on. Yeah. You know, go away. So
0: basically you're telling me you want to die. <laughs> no, no, I don't want to die. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I'm just I'm just interested in how that works. Cuz you know, it's like you know, international waters or aircraft or whatever, it's the 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 if it's Qantas, then it's Australian yeah, land or whatever yep. laws once the door closes. So, oh, uh, uh, sorry, it's just an interesting thought.
0: Oh, that's Um, I never thought of it like that. I was more worried about him actually getting us back, uh, getting (laughs) getting America back to the moon, which I thought was Australia. Where are you? Well, if it's anything like last time, I mean they did a whole bunch. We will
1: have the we will have the dish. Yes, The dish two.
0: This is it. This is your comeback film, (laughs) Kira. You need to start writing the dish two. But you're like, you know, tr- Trump's there, like you know, all puckered and this and that, all fantastic, and then just you in the control room. Are we stuffed? Yep, we're stuffed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> My and New Year's Eve is coming up, no, which it's means back on. which means I get to I'm gonna be watching the dish on VHS. Oh, classic,
0: classic, classic. At a good
1: four a.m. Oh, I'm not gonna be watching the dish while New Year's Eve's no, coming. No, no, no,
0: no, no, no. You better be awake though, because we're gonna do a podcast in the morning. Oh, get our Bloody Marys on.
1: That's going to be called The Hangover. Actually, actually, I've got a good story talking about hangovers later. But okay. that's later. Oh. Unless you want me to talk no, about it No, no, let's do it now. Let's
0: do it now. Because then we're going to get on to my Christmas stories. Ooh. Yeah, I figure we're in a Christmassy mood. We'll Santa this place up.
1: Excellent. Yeah.
0: Excellent. So you got a good hangover story, do am you? We, and
1: we're going to get some Santa. Yeah, yeah. Santa music.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got this. It's all good. Right. Who's we'll the uh, cliche's clip from uh, the show? There we go. All I want for Christmas is you. A bit of Jess in the background. Ah. Oh, by the way, mm.
1: uh guest isn't here tonight. No. We we're gonna have another guest. No,
0: so we were gonna have Jess on tonight and have our first female guest ever. And she's come down with laryngitis. so we She's a bit like Elaine
1: of Seinfeld. That's she is, yeah. It. yeah. And it's a shame she's got laryngitis. Yeah. And in fact, when I read the text message and you said something along the lines that she sounds like she's been smoking for 400 yeah, years. Yeah, she smoked 200 Marlboros. Yeah, <laughs> right, that's it. Uh, I was like, well, why don't you bring her on? That'd be great. That would be fantastic. <laughs> Hello! <laughs>
0: Guys are idiots! <laughs>
1: she's our number one fan because I think she's the only person that's listened to us yet.
0: Um, no, no, the other two, I guess, have also listened to the episodes, so... Or did Blaine listen to it? Yes, yes. What did he think? All good. Fantastic. Yeah. So, we're three on. <laughs>
1: oh, there you go. And I'll and listen to it as well? Yeah, yeah Because I didn't chase him up. Yep,
0: yeah I chased him up, so oh, good. okay, there Probably. you go. We're organised. So, hangover story. Alright, alright.
1: Well, this is... I, and I thought this is timely. Always. Because... We're coming into the festive season, yep. slash sl- celebratory season, yes, yes, slash then Hanukkah. Basically, is Hanukkah after after? No, I think it's
0: already passed. Don't quote me on that. I'm not. I'm not Jewish. Hmm. I'll have to call up my Jewish friends. Why do yep. not I get invited? yeah Um. Because I've got I've got <laughs> too um, much foreskin, mate. <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> to get some
1: laugh music in there. Oh. Um. No, because no, I got friends that are that are Muslim and I I get invited over for Eid and it's fantastic. Lovely. The food is fantastic. Uh, That's wrong so, with a bit of hummus. Oh, not even better, even b- anyway. Um so the festive celebratory season's coming up. Festivus is coming up.
0: Festivus 23rd? Yeah. Fantastic.
1: Um so so we're probably all going to be hungover. Always. So I thought how do you cure
0: hangover? <laughs> Gatorade and uh, maybe some hydrolite. And bacon and eggs.
1: Ooh, I'm actually... Yes, bacon and egg. Bacon and egg burger. Yep. But this isn't what the article says. No. But bacon and egg burger. And um, yeah, uh, KFC is also my my personal favourite. Yeah. But anyway, we've got the science is in. Yep. From a nutritionist. Yes, ooh. Haven't checked the nutritionist qualifications. But it's in a newspaper article, so it's got to be valid. We'll say <laughs> that. <laughs> I'm also a scientist, so all is well. I can... Fact check. And I'm an accountant. (laughs) (laughs) I've actually got an accounting question a bit later on. Lovely. Once again, to make our listeners go to sleep. Ah. Uh, Okay. So you're probably hungover and you're probably wanting to take some Panadol or some aspirin at Mm -hmm. this moment, right? Well, that's no good.
0: I know that's no good.
1: Well, according to a nutritionist, don't. Yeah. Don't take the Panadol or the Aspirin. Yep. How did you know that?
0: Well, it's, I, I just th- always thought of it as like, when you wake up, when you're drinking, you shouldn't take as- like Panadol and Nurofen or anything like that. And I figure if you're hungover the next day, one, you're dehydrated, which is not good for you, and two, you've probably got quite a bit of alcohol in your system. And so with that in mind, taking any painkillers is going to make you worse.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I tuned out. Say that again? Yeah. <laughs> No, I'm kidding. All right, do you want to do you want to know what they're saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want to hear it? Yes. Okay. Are you sure? The fans are waiting. All right. What you got to do is you got to take an ibuprofen, like nurofen, ibuprofen. Yes, ibuprofen. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think we have a title for
1: our new episode. <laughs> ah, shit. All right, and you take that. Yep. With grapefruit juice.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's super hydrating. Super hydrating, the grapefruit stuff. Full of vitamin C.
1: I have a major in nutrition. How do you know this?
0: Uh, I weight train (laughs) and I have to know all sorts of
1: foods. Mind you, I only passed each of my nutrition subjects.
0: I think, yeah, I've had a bit of an interest in this sort of stuff. So I know what kind of food groups sort of work together. Because lots of citrus like that actually gives me headaches. Mm. That's why I, I don't eat many oranges. I don't know why it just ha- always happens like that.
1: Well, apparently the grapefruit, ju- grapefruit juice. Beautiful. I really shouldn't drink while we do a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I get better. It <laughs> uh, rec- uh, says that the enzyme breaks down the drugs. So that's the grapefruit juice. Yep. Giving the I- ibuprofen. Ibuprofen. Thank yep. you. I was going to thank you. Got it. Ibuprofen. More of a chance to work and do its healing thing. So, grapefruit juice is the way to go. Yeah, grapefruit juice. Um, Don't take aspirin, because aspirin will apparently upset Mm. your stomach. Um, And your liver's fucked from all that alcohol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it won't be able to break down the paracetamol.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah, the ibuprofen, bit of grapefruit juice, or electrolytes. Getting your body hydrated again, it's the only way to do it.
1: With some KFC.
0: Well... (laughs) <laughs> KFC is gonna get some of that grease in there.
1: Oh, I I don't eat that much KFC, but when I've had a big one,
0: yeah.
1: oh, whipping uh, eating a, a a zinger.
0: Yeah, must have, uh I'd prefer Nando's. I'd rather go a Nando's. Oh, really? Yeah, but no, in the morning, nothing beats you. you wake up, you, you get in the car. And you go down to a place and just get yourself some like bacon and eggs, or a big breakfast with some spinach and some mushrooms and a big hash brown. Oh, good hash brown with bacon and eggs and mm. lots of salt. Oh then yeah. drink about 14 litres of water. And yeah. You're ready to go to work. Now I call in sick these days. <laughs> uh, so there you go for the holiday season, people. The next day on the grapefruit juice and ibuprofen, you're ready and, to rock. And we can, we
1: can actually test this, because we're going to do a New Year's Day special.
0: All right. Well, how about we do it? How about New Year's Day special, right? You do the grapefruit and ibuprofen, and I do the big breakfast and a Gatorade.
1: All right, but can I also do... Oh, because I want a big breakfast.
0: Well, okay, we'll do the... I can't
1: start my year without a big breakfast. All right,
0: we'll both do the big breakfast, and right. I'll, I'll do the Gatorade, Yeah. and...
1: We'll get a guess to just trial something else. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll tell it. them we'll that this ta- is what the science says. Yeah. not telling them it's the science. Well, experiment.
0: they can have the big breakfast. No, if they're not
1: having a big breakfast. They can. They can. We want them to suffer.
0: So <laughs> he is not eating anything. He's
1: <laughs> having a protein shake and a an for the best. That's it. I can't say it because everyone is skeptical of everything that I say. So we'll have to come from you. <laughs> they won't trust me.
0: All right, done. I'll book it in. Done. Fantastic. <laughs> So, another Christmas story. I'll put some jingle balls in the back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, you know what's more fun than Christmas? Sex. Very close. Masturbating. But what if we could mix the two together? Sex and masturbating. No, masturbating and Christmas.
1: Hmm. What about food? Food's also good.
0: Well, look, let's start with those two, and okay. we'll add the food in later. This is talki- this, this, uh, what we're talking about here sounds like a hangover cure, but that's <laughs> another story. <laughs> Now, for your wife, partner, mum, auntie, sister, you can buy this. You can buy a holiday vibrator that buzzes to the beat of Christmas songs. (laughs) Really? Really. So, a new holiday vibrator is making its way, uh, making women get all holly jolly this Christmas. It's called the Crescendo Vibrator from the UK sex toy brand Mystery Vibe, and it sings jingle bells as it, well jingles bells (laughs) oh Oh, give that journalist an award (laughs) what if you could literally feel the vibrations of those holiday tunes against your body as you masturbate or have sex ask health.com thanks to the uk sex toy brand mystery vibe now you can so the so just to let you know maybe this is in your budget maybe it's not the crescendo vibrator goes for 179 dollars on amazon us and plays a variety of beloved Christmas songs like Deck the Halls and Santa Baby while in operation. The, uh, the song lyric, hurry down the, uh, hurry down the Chimney Tonight, finally gets its
1: due. Give it an applause. <laughs> wow,
0: isn't that fantastic? So just when you thought Christmas couldn't get any more fun, uh, it does. <laughs> Especially in the bedroom, apparently. There you go. But you know what? This is no. And
1: Amazon's I, in Australia, so they should be able to deliver. Well, that, here you we're know, ready to go with a drone.
0: I know what. <laughs> yeah, that's what you want. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's like, "On, yeah, I'm going to hunt down the the Amazon drones in Australia. that get it down while they get a, a vibrating a vibrator that uh, sings Christmas tunes. It's a shame. It's m- worse than getting those Santa to dance side to side <laughs> and wiggle. You know. <laughs> yeah. Put that next to my elf on the shelf. <laughs>
1: <clears throat> Do you know I made one mistake uploading the podcast? Oh,
0: of course you did. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I forgot to click
0: explicit languages used. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> I, can't bl- I can't go back and bleep it out, but that's fine. It's all good. It's ah, fresh. It's good. It's fresh. It, it, it is. It is. Fresh. And,
1: and guess which university in Australia has a course on designing sex toys? It'd
0: it have to be like La Trobe.
1: It's not Latro. No way. Not Latro. Oh, that's
0: pretty artsy-fartsy there. Um, Swinburne,
1: Deacon. Not Swinburne and not Deacon. Oh, now you, now I I give up. That's my three guesses. The Royal Melbourne Institute of <laughs> Technology, RMIT. Melbourne RMIT's university runs design course on how to make sex toys. Oh my god! I'm not kidding.
0: Can I get Sales
1: of sex toys are booming, with booming! an est- estimated 1 million items bought by Australians every year, and the number is only forecast to grow. But quality is not keeping pace with quantity, leaving a massive gap in the market for well-designed
0: <laughs> Massive by gap in the market! <laughs> 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 oh, I'm done! I can't write a joke better than that! It's done.
1: High value products. RMIT lecturer Judith Glover believes she has at least part of the solution, one that might even position Australia at the forefront of
0: surging industry. What was her name?
1: Of a surging industry, sorry. Judith Glover.
0: Glover. Can you imagine, though? Can you imagine, though? I mean, you work uh, at a university. Imagine going up to your boss and going, okay, I got this course idea, I got this course idea, it's really good, we're going to get lots of women back into the doing university and studying and engineering sort of thing. And they're like, oh, really interesting. STEM field women, we want more women, this and that. It's like, yep, so we're going to design big dicks um, because uh, it's important to the industry because we're not enough dicks in shops. And they're like, "Yeah." if we don't do it, it's sexist, rubber stamp. And now she has this course.
1: Well, she was a former boil, boilermaker <laughs>
0: and... <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> This is some metal dicks, then. <laughs> and recently ran the world's first university course on sex toys, teaching Melbourne students how to impl- how to apply industrial design principles to intimate appliances. This
0: is really easy. You know what? You can go and buy. You can go buy one of those dick moulding things hmm. and mould, like, ten blokes. A hundred blokes. How many dicks are you going to get into the mould? Not all at once. Like, separate moulds and then you can just design one around that mold. Like it, this is not a hard thing to do. I mean, you know, every single man, I would say 99.9% of men have a dick, right?
1: I feel sorry for that 0.01.
0: Yeah, but you know, you got there's always an anomaly. Hmm. Um I think the market research or the research or the the perfect design is already out there.
1: Well, you put it on sex robots. Yeah, you design it and then put it on. Se-
0: See how we've
1: brought up <laughs> sex robots.
0: <laughs> oh, so now wait. So now not only does your sex robot talk, but it also vibrates and sings Christmas carols to you. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. You know what? I, you know what I
1: was thinking mm. <laughs> at the start of each episode. Yeah, we should have like little snippets of of like random, you know, the stuff that we say, <laughs> but it's out of context. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, it gets people a chance to go back and listen to the old episodes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway, the porn industry still controls most designs, and the majority of their product is poor quality. High markup stuff made in China, and some of it is dangerous. <laughs> Dr. Glover's idea was to bring proper industrial design principles to the sex industry and challenge the large players who were recycling the same tired old products and
0: ideas. (laughs) (laughs) Can you imagine? Dr. Glover believes
1: she has the world's only PhD in sex toy design. Her doctorate focused on the role industrial design methods should play in crafting safe, user-friendly sex products. She believes there's a new buzz in the industry, pointing to a ready supply of of cashed up, discerning female consumers, fueling demand for better designs. The money is in with the over-50s female market, and it's not being catered for because society doesn't want to think of women as sexual figures at that age, she said. The market is potentially huge. A Houston Group research (laughs) report titled Women, Sex and Shopping... Estimated substandard products, misdirected advertising, and adult industry indifference to female consumers meant there could be a US $30 billion of unmet demand. The future sex design studio is the brainchild of Dr. Glover and student Victorian
0: Cullion. Lovely. Can I just say Kieran?
1: 14 undergraduates completed the 12-week studio course in 2015 creating designs stressing a range of sexual functions.
0: Kieran, do you know what what's just about to happen? What's that? Uh coming soon to the We Only Do One Take podcast shop. The We Only Do One Take podcast uh dildos specifically made by this doctor. I I will li- if you give me the name I will get in contact with them. Um <laughs> I was just going to say How do you do Like, How do you test Dildos Without like Placing them somewhere You know what I mean So how do you
1: become a dildo tester
0: Is what you're asking Well what I'm saying is Can we do it And can two men decide What a good dildo is And what a bad dildo is Because if it is This is a fantastic opportunity For the live stream
1: (laughs) (laughs) Even better We get two guests on two guests on and they have to test
0: the oh body. this is great blindfolded
1: oh shit yeah yeah, this yeah is good yeah, all right, now we're right. Talking. we'll
0: talk after the episode but stay tuned for the dildo special people
1: oh. sorry that was an article as you were talking i just looked up and found so i thought that's I'd amazing that. no this is
0: great this is the type of bullshit that i need in my life
1: <laughs> my uh my friends were not because because you know they were like they're like, Oh, what have you been doing since you you know you finished your PhD? And I went, Oh, I've been doing a podcast. Yeah.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, standard, standard Tuesday night, really. <laughs> oh dear. Oh. Kieran, do you have a Christmas story for us? Um yeah. Yes. Just like a hung- hangover one. <laughs> uh,
1: um let me funny Christmas stories, can I quickly
0: Google? Well, I have a touching <laughs> tale. About a lady and her mother around Christmas time, and this is from the Mirror in the UK. Ooh! So I'm just gonna um, I'm just gonna read the headline, and you can just um, take it all in. This is a sad story. Oh. It's about um, about a, a a daughter who's grieving for her her mum. Her mum just passed away, mm-hmm. and it's Christmas time. This is their first Christmas without her. Without her mother. And that's going to happen to all of us at one point as well. Yeah, one day. A bit really sad. So I wonder if you're going to take the same methodology to remembering your mum the same way this lady did. Hmm. So I'll just read the headline. I will eat mum on Christmas Day. Grieving daughter to sprinkle mother's ashes on turkey and pudding dinner. What? (laughs) What? So... (laughs) So Deborah Parsons plans to scatter the ashes of her mum Doreen on the turkey, and even save for some Christmas pudding. Grieving Deborah Parsons will give her mum Doreen for Christmas. Uh, we'll be having her Chris- uh, her mum Doreen for Christmas dinner this year by scattering her ashes on the turkey and tucking in. And for dessert, she'll enjoy a Christmas pudding with the dustings of her mum's last remains too. Debra, age 41, has felt the urge to eat Doreen's. And eat is all in capitals, by the way. Ew. Uh, Eat Doreen's ashes since she died in May and had a small spoonful most days to feel as close to her as possible.
1: Look, if... (laughs) um, Merry Christmas, everybody! (laughs) If, um, you know, that's... I guess it's not cannibalism. And if that makes her feel good or better, then uh, w- why should we judge? People might think. Why should we judge?
0: People might think I'm mad or that it's not, very respectful thing th- not a very respectful thing th- to do. But I just cannot help myself. I see it as a positive thing. She states, allowing uh, her to be close to me, her mum, and also involving her in the family date. I feel like she can live on, uh, live on by being inside me, because if she's part of me, she can breathe through me. My body, my breath, is her breath.
1: She's an idiot. <laughs> um, she's weird, <laughs> and there that's you go a lovely
0: up. picture of her right there. Sorry, it's not in color.
1: Um, no, I, I, I just don't think that's normal.
0: <laughs> a, a quick psychoanalysis.
1: Uh, <laughs> can we lock her up? <laughs>
0: Can we get it checked out? <laughs> uh, this okay. is not normal, people. So this is something else she says in the article. I don't know what made me do it the first time. It was just an urge. I can't describe it. I opened the box and licked my fingers and just dipped them in the, into the powder. Before I knew what I was doing, they were in my mouth. The, and the chalky, salty taste was comforting. I felt confused by what I had done to begin with, but, the, uh, but felt the comfort and closeness it brought and there was a bit of solace I'd had since her death. This is the most heartwarming, t- touching, lovely Christmas uh, Christmas story ever since uh, Muppet Christmas Carol. And uh, sad, sad times over there.
1: Um, I think she has an eating disorder. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Subtle. <laughs> And uh the woman in the picture, I must say, is not I wouldn't say she's Let uh, me describe the picture. Oh, okay, yes. Let me describe get, the picture. Let, don't get too bogged down in details there, Kieran. I never get bogged down <laughs> in
1: details. Alright. Um So her hair is black. It's black and white picture, but I'm not in sh- the picture. I'm gonna assume that it's it's uh a gray skull, actually, grey skull. Um so it goes down to a bit below her shoulder. Just um, mm. bring a necklace. There's a Christmas tree in the background. It looks like she is about 250 kilos. And she... Oh, shit. Hang on. we got the, She's wearing a red top. Okay. Turch has provided me with a colour picture. And uh, I think I was fact-checking as well, something, earlier in the show. I think you were, but I've forgotten now. Yeah, me too. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, oh look, oh there's some nice flowers in the background too. A glass of red wine. How many of that has she had? I don't know, tats all over her body. Looks like she bites her nails.
0: Oh, I noticed that too! <laughs> I'm a fucking weirdo. She's got a
1: turkey there. With an orange? I thought you used lemon.
0: Um, uh, I, I don't know. I thought with turkey you used like, applesauce.
1: No, I mean you know when you when you cook it, you stuff the orange in or the lemon in. I th- anyway, yeah. Um, how many people we offend on this podcast? I don't know. <laughs> and then it looks like she's got gravy without added without any added water.
0: <sighs> yeah. I don't think that's gravy, mate. I think that might be the lovely... Uh, we have... All
1: the listeners are off by now. Uh, uh, the they are deceased. not listening to us. Uh, the they de- have stopped listening. The
0: absolute deceased mother is in that <laughs> little bowl there. That is... I just thought this was the mo- very touching tale. I've... Um, I don't um. even know what to say. Not only that, she has a husband. This article states that she has a husband. And I'm just like... If my partner said, "Hey," hashtag uh, fact check. Okay, here we go. No, not even. No, sorry, not a husband. Fact check correct. Deborah's fiance, who he agreed not to name, <laughs> has supported smart her through her. Smart man. <laughs>
1: smart, smart man.
0: Has supported her through her grief, and they plan to marry next year. Yes, she's...
1: plan. <laughs> To marry plan <laughs>
0: oh, the plan. one rule is you can't eat your mum, ah oh, dang <laughs> oh merry Christmas, everybody <laughs> those people exist
1: oh. oh dear oh dear all right i want to get I want to get a bit serious in this podcast now this is the accounting question this is the <laughs> this is the serious moment of the podcast uh I bought a book.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that applause is so loud. <laughs> anyway, you bought a book.
1: I um I bought a book. You bought a book, and I'm not going to say I'm the most financially literate person. Yeah. In the world. Yeah But I bought a book. That's good. And uh. it's to do with with money and yeah. investing, and it's called The Barefoot Investor. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, you know this
0: guy. I've heard of him. I've read a few things by him. He's all right. Does the job. Okay. I'm not an economist, so this sometimes he says stuff I'm like, uh, ah, uh, economics-wise or...
1: Because I'd like a critique. Okay. Always. I can always... I'd like a critique, but...
0: I can always put in my two cents. That's
1: wrong. He made sense to me. Yeah. He made sense. And so much that I have actually been following the book's advice so far. Yeah. And have changed my banks.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: Um. Anyway, long story short. We might cut this out because this is probably That's completely, good. completely it's good. boring. It's good. I, it turns out I can buy my first house in the next three to five years.
0: That's fantastic. I'm very it's excited.
1: It says five years. Yeah. But now that I've moved out of study and will be moving into full-time work, obviously my wage is going to increase. Correct. So it's probably going to be, going to be two and a half to three years. Yeah. How exciting is that? I'm very excited. It's a random applause to be in there somewhere. I didn't actually think in reading it and sort of sitting at you know how to do this and how to you know how to do it. Um, I was like, no, nah, there's no no bloody way I'm going to be able to yeah. buy a house in this in this financial market. Mm. What a load of crap that is. No, oh, it's garbage. Because it even even people on low income, like like hairdressers or yeah, obviously hairdressers, that don't own their own business, but 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 that th- th- that they can do it and was showing it goes through the financial facts and figures and actually I think this should be a sponsor
0: oh do you want to uh, do a bit of a sponsor thing now alright well
1: tonight's well maybe you're listening in the morning this podcast is proudly brought to you by KFC the best original fried chicken and the barefoot investor
0: I heard that both of them can cure hangovers <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> so anyway, you no, know, that's that's bloody, that's bloody exciting, I thought. And the thing I like about it is, is is not saying. It, I mean, you look at his book and you go, "Oh, it's how to get quick, rich, quick, quick, yeah, rich, yeah, quick, Bitcoin, fast, it's yeah, all good." Um, but he's just doing that to get you to open the book, and then he's like, "No, nah, it's going to take you at least six years. You've got to set it up, and it's going to yeah. take you six years."
0: Yeah, for sure. I can tell you now with my first investment property that it took me about two years of saving Mm. plus, you know, saving for when I was working part-time in this and that to buy that first investment property. Mm. And I think the important thing is with uh, property just in general is that, Okay, first of all with saving it's time
1: for the property advice (laughs) on the podcast property
0: advice (laughs) I think I think with saving if you're saving whatever you're willing to uh, usually the the rule the golden rule basic golden rule is when I tell everyone to save it's 50-30-20 50% of your wage goes to either saving or your mortgage 30% goes towards your your bills your utilities anything else your petrol and your car and then twenty percent goes towards buying, you know, going out, buying, buying things that you want, this and that, of your monthly, weekly, fortnightly pay, whatever it is. Whatever's left over after that fortnight, you put that into your savings account, hmm. okay? Or you put it on your deposit, or you put it on, or put it towards your deposit, or you put it towards your mortgage. V- very quickly, that adds up. You know, because eventually you learn to sp- uh, spend more during the week because you learn to balance yourself because then you've only got half your wage going towards that sort of stuff. And that's the way I did it. And uh, I, I still use it to this day. And that's the only thing I ever tell anybody to do. And, and it's, basically, it's basically the same. Very it's a few, Very very
1: very similar methodology. But the thing that the thing that shocked me, right, I actually went through the last five months of my bank statements. Yep. I was like, let's see what I've been actually spending the oh, last yeah, five yeah, yeah. months. I spend more money on... I'm gonna call it like food and entertainment, right? Yeah, 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 But more, and I was like, no wonder why I'm struggling. Yeah. To lose weight. Yeah. Right. Because I'm actually going. Oh no, I don't want to eat my lunch. I'll just buy it. buy it's lunch. It's yeah. only ten bucks. Yeah. I'll get a coffee now or whatever. And that. So it's not even like dinners or going. No, like no, it's going. Just,
0: it's like a it's out. Like a, it's like a ten dollar lunch here. But if you have like let's say three days a week, you buy a lunch, you buy two coffees a day. That's sixteen bucks a day, and that adds up like this. Oh yeah. In a month, I was actually spending more than my rent. Yeah. It's ridiculous, isn't it? And I
1: was... And anyway, so I did my grocery shop tonight. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I was like, right, I'm actually going to spend more at the, sh- at the grocery shop. Yeah. So I've actually got food I actually like. Yeah, yeah. That, that
0: that. Well, I'm so doing... So I can st- stop I'm trying it's to amazing. lose... So going on that, I'm trying to lose weight too. I'm on the protein shakes in the morning. I buy a big box of them. It was like 55 bucks for two boxes. So basically, it was like a dollar a meal, $2 a meal. Something like that. That's my breakfast, lunch. I do a a salad with some roast chicken. I bought it from Coles. Mm, eight dollar salad and and all eight dollar chicken from Coles. Take off the skin, eat just the meat. It lasts me five days. Mm. Eight dollars. Mm. That's like a dollar twenty five a day or something stupid. Dollar like thirty a day. I know, right? And then the salad's nothing. That's like fifteen bucks worth of stuff. Two meals each day is like. It's say ten dollars, but it's two good meals that's yeah. gonna fill you up. Yeah, and then dinner you can you can relax a little bit, mm. keep it easy, mm. and that's that's it done. Then if you want to have a beer, you still can. Things are quite cheap. Uh, it, it's people getting that mentality like, oh, I don't have time. I'm gonna buy fast food. They buy fast food and it cost them fifteen dollars. Whatever money you're spending is the time you're saving. You've got to do the cost benefit analysis of. Is your time worth more than the dollars? Oh, the we, dollar?
1: we bring out the serious stuff in well, this podcast. you know... Uh, Cost-benefit analysis. <laughs> that is some serious stuff right well, there.
0: Well, you know, I think about it like this. If you stay at work and you're not getting paid for an hour and you're making, I don't know, let's just say t- 30 bucks an hour, mm. is the time you spent at work worth $30 or is it better for you to leave? That's the same for anything that you do. You mm. know, if you're going to make a dinner... And a dinner's going to take you four hours to make for, and it, you know, or there's another dinner, very similar in nature, and it's going to take you 20 minutes to make, and it tastes very similar, similar sort of ingredients, same nutritional value, which one are you going to make? You're probably going to make the one that takes 20 minutes, because your time is worth more than the dollar figure, or the outcome of that product. Hmm. And it's a similar thing what you're finding now. You can buy that fifteen dollars zinger burger with chips and a coke, or when I am hungover yeah. on
1: New Year's Day, absolutely. Or,
0: or you can spend five, ten bucks the, the day before, buy a couple of eggs, buy pieces of bacon. Oh, I don't like eggs. Okay, you can buy a whole bunch of bacon, <laughs> you <can> buy some <laughs> orange juice, you grapefruit juice, and some paracetamol. Cook it up at home. You relax, I, you're all actually in underwear, um, and it's all good.
1: What's it called? I,
0: I. Um I don't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> ibuprofen. There we go. Yeah, ibuprofen. <laughs> right like now ibuprofen. Yeah. i was like,
0: ibuprofen. So, the barefoot investor, all I'm going to say is if you're making 30, uh, 60K a year, you're probably down to about 44000 forty four and 40, $48,000 a year. If you save half that, that's $20,000. Three years, you've got 60 grand in the bank and that's a deposit.
1: And, you know, the other thing I learned is that you can put money into your super
0: for you your first home. No, you can't do that anymore. The legislation has changed. Oh, you can take it out, but it costs you. There's so much tax towards it. I wouldn't bother. I would definitely just go put it into a savings account. and You're ready to rock and roll. All right, fair
1: enough. There we go. There's the there's the account. <laughs> um, I've got one more article.
0: Mm. One more article. Let's do it. We've got plenty of time. And uh, what are we on? What an hour. Oh, we're an hour. We're yeah, an hour. we can cut out the financial bit. <laughs> 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 I'll see how we go. I think it was good. Something different. <laughs> well, people we've just got to fill it with lots of laughter
1: and noises Yeah, ah. Yeah, ooh, and, you know, uh, gets, the the investor in his
0: underwear he can call me something different. we need a new nickname for me. <laughs> you know?
1: No, fa- fa- fascinating.
0: Um
1: this isn't the cunty m- accountant. This isn't really a news article as it is more of video, which we can't really play. No, that's all right. But the headline got me. That's good. The headline, I was like, this is this is this is funny. This yep. is Boy
0: Farts on Meteorologist. Oh, that's even better. Oh, that's a real one. Oh, really? I did to do my trivia ages ago. Oh. Yeah. Anyway. Continue. Was that
1: the one I was late to?
0: Yeah. But okay. I think you were there with Alice.
1: Yeah, we're, we're terrible at uh, yeah. trivia together. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Oyster vending machines installed at French Seaside Resort.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> you know, it can't be as... Uh, I, is it as bad as the panty machines in Japan? I don't know, but oysters—you can get panties. I've heard you can get underwear and panties. Because I know you can get beer. That's oh, exciting. You can get that, yeah. Just in a can, but oysters seems like a bad choice. Yeah, one, it does. One, yeah.
1: <laughs> it it it. Food poisoning alarm bells. I are was ringing.
0: gonna say, like you know, when you go to a place and you have an oyster, you want it to be fresh. You want it to Kill taste Patrick. like you know. It, really salty and disgusting and all this sort of stuff. It's a really good mix of things in an oyster of all the bad taste and then eventually get used to them and you like them. Mm. You know, I can't say that about many other things. Best oysters I've ever had. Vietnam. Yeah? Mm. I
1: was on a cruise and I loaded a buffet and I loaded up all my food, right? And then the last thing you open was oysters and I was like, well, stuff this. Put my plate down. Went back and just filled the whole plate with oysters. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, that, that was
0: fun. Oh, that's good. Um, my my best oysters, uh, best oysters are in uh, Richmond. A place called.
1: Is this another plug?
0: Uh, less of a plug, more of a place that Jess is now going to remind me that we need to go to, and I need to buy her dinner. So yes, best oysters, a place in Richmond. I can't remember what it's called the top of my head, but it's fantastic, and I'll get you the address because you will if you like seafood. Get on it.
1: All right. Yeah. Is Jess going to join us next week?
0: I hope so, because uh, hopefully she's feeling much better by then. For the Boxing Day special. You know, Jess actually knows more about cricket than anyone I've ever met.
1: Oh, should be perfect to have on. Yeah. Because I know shit all about <laughs> cricket. <laughs> uh, I, I work uh, uh, one day a week at a primary school. Yeah. I'm in, working in the classroom. Not, not as a teacher, but yeah. just, you know, in my, in my professional role. And the kids are like, "Oh, can we? Can you check the cricket score?" And they're grade fours, and they think I'm an idol. Yeah, <laughs> I've got no idea about cricket. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. I just, I just don't understand the fractions. Like it was today, it was like you know zero for uh, ninety six or something like that. And I'm like, that that's not even a real that's not even a real number. Very confusing.
1: Do you know the Catholic Church wanted to ban the number zero?
0: Yeah, but they wanted to ban the tritone in music as well. So, you know, and that's really important to play the blues, to play metal, to play uh, classical music in the modern centuries, to play uh, a whole bunch of stuff. I, I don't know. Anything that they just don't... I mean, they thought the earth was flat for God's sakes. I
1: know, but did you see how that came up organically? That we was went pretty fantastic. Cr- cricket to the Catholic Church. That was really good. Yeah, thank you.
0: Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, far oh out. Yeah. If we keep mentioning the Catholic Church, we're going to have to get them in as a sponsor. We <laughs> might have to have some lawyers. <laughs> uh, I'll have to get them on the phone. <laughs> lawyers out there, please comment, subscribe, uh, like us on Facebook and send us a comment. <laughs> Especially
1: those who do pro bono work.
0: <laughs> uh,
1: yes. Um, Now, that would be interesting if we got someone who is very religious on this podcast as a guest.
0: Yeah. And made them test dildos with someone who was a very religious blindfolded. (laughs) I think we have a winning story here. (laughs) Kieran, before we we, uh, continue on, I think we should end it on that super high note. I think so too. (laughs) Thank you everybody for listening. We are the We Only Do One Take podcast. Kieran, thank you so much. Thank you, Church. We'll see the guys next week. And we will. And uh, we'll see you next Tuesday.